Good evening, world. This is the podcast Sassafras, and your hostess, Laura Cattell. And I am joining a tad late tonight, and I do apologize. It's just getting crazy here at my house, trying to get things packed up, loaded up, and all sorts of things. And so, about the only thing I can consistently do in my life right now is make sure I at least fit what I am doing in at least somewhere into my day. Personally, that kind of grates on my... how I have learned to become quick and good at things, and that's repetition. You do it a certain time, you do it a certain way, and that's how you get muscle memory. So, um... Not having a, uh, I've, let's, I'll just be honest, I have failed at making any sort of cohesive schedule that would actually benefit me and the household. It just, it just falls away after a week. I've tried several, several times. It just falls away after a week, so I apologize. I'm still trying to get it in at the end of today and t- tonight as a treat. I'm going to go over a little excerpt from The Secret Right at the beginning, where it talks about like attracting attracting like. So I'm going to read a little excerpt, and then I'm going to give my thoughts on it, my perspective on it, how you can apply it. But first, I am going to do my restaurant industry shout-out. Please, guys, take care of your mental health. You're wanted. You will be missed if you leave. Please don't. Please, please don't. And so, as I have come to do, we're going to start our two-minute now. I'm going to see how two minutes do me. We're going to do our two-minute brain break. So, find yourself a place to take a seat, take a a wall sit. Maybe you want to lay down. I don't know, for two minutes. But just find some place to sit. And then close your eyes. And take a deep breath in. And let it back out. And just become aware of what's around you. Maybe there's a weight to the atmosphere. Maybe you're exhausted. Maybe you're relaxed. Maybe you're out of breath. Maybe you're stressed. Is it raining where you're at? Maybe it's snowing. Maybe it's windy. Maybe it's calm. Are there any cars going by? 
Maybe you pay gentle attention to the weight of your clothes. The warmth of your breath. Maybe the beating of your heart. Just gentle focus. Deep breath in. That feels a little better. I hope that feels a little better. So, tonight we are going to read an excerpt from The Secret. I'm actually going to start it right on... Hmm. I'm going to start it right on page 5. Of course, everybody, I think, knows by now that the book and then subsequently the movie The Secret was based on the Law of Attraction. So it's rather focused in its aim, but I digress. So we're going to start right here. So we'll, we're going to insert, it mentions, and it starts at a different, at a paragraph, but it's mentioning the Law of Attraction. So the law began at the beginning of time. It has always been and will always be. It is the law that determines the complete order in the universe, every moment in your life, and every single thing you experience in your life. It doesn't matter who you are or where you are. The law of attraction is forming your entire life experience, and this all-powerful law is doing that through your thoughts. You are the one who calls the law of attraction into action, and you do it through your thoughts. In 1912, Charles Hanel described the Law of Attraction as the greatest and the most infallible law upon which the entire system of creation depends. Insert by Bob Proctor Wise people have always known this. You can go right back to the ancient Babylonians. They've always known this. But it's only known to a small select group of people. The ancient Babylonians and their great prosperity have been well documented by scholars. They are also known for creating one of the seven wonders of the world, the Hanging Gardens of Babylon. Through their understanding and application of the laws of the universe, they became one of the wealthiest races in history. Again, another insert by Bob Proctor. Why do you think that 1% of the population earns around 96% of all the money that's being earned? Do you think that's an accident? 
It's designed that way. They understand something. They understand the secret. And now you are being introduced to the secret. End insert. People who have drawn wealth into their lives used the secret, whether consciously or unconsciously. They think thoughts of abundance and wealth, and they do not allow any contradictory thoughts to take root in their minds. Their predominant thoughts are of wealth. They only know wealth. Nothing else exists in their minds. Whether they are aware of it or not, their predominant thoughts of wealth are what has brought wealth to them. It is the law of attraction in action. A perfect example to demonstrate the secret and the law of attraction is this. You may know people who acquired massive wealth, lost it all, and within a short time, acquired wealth again. What happened in these cases, whether they knew it or not, is that their dominant thoughts were on wealth. That is, how they acquired it in the first instance. Then they allowed fearful thoughts of losing the wealth to enter their minds until those fearful thoughts fearful thoughts of loss became their dominant thoughts. They tipped the scales from thinking thoughts of wealth to thinking thoughts of lost, and so they lost it all. Once they had lost it, however, the fear of loss disappeared, and they tipped the scales back with dominant thoughts of wealth, and wealth returned. So I'm actually going to pause right there, because I was actually talking about this um, a little while back. Actually, I think it was this week, even. Um, on how our focus all right, determines on what, what our state of mind is going to be like. Right? Not that necessarily what we're focusing on is a good or a bad thing, because our brains are wired for survival. We have to be aware of the bad things as much as we are aware of the good things. So it's, it's not... It's not the intent behind the focus, it's the focus itself. Alright. This is, this is Napoleon Hill says this, and Bob Proctor and Jim Rohn, and all the guys that have really tried to re-say the same thing over the ages in different ways for different people, because everyone understands in slightly a different way. So it's the same version of the same thing, just reworded. But... I wanted to point that out. Alright. Then they allowed fearful thoughts of losing the wealth to enter their minds until those fearful thoughts of loss became their dominant thoughts. They had shifted their focus. They shifted their focus from the ease of wealth to they feared losing it until fearing losing it became the dominant thought. So the mind said, oh, well, you're losing it. And then they lost it. So, watch what you're focusing on. I will continue. But as I continue, he resums it up as the law responds to your thoughts, no matter what they may be. Now, obviously, you don't just think a thought and it comes in. You have to repeat that thought and make that thought as much belief as you can in your mind. Otherwise, you could think, I want an elephant, and one would just appear in your living room. So, there's a little bit of practice and uh, finesse to this. 
But it's underneath where that says that I'm going to get dive a little bit further into. And that is the top of the next section is titled Like Attracts Like. And there's a little insert underneath from John Asaroff who says, the simplest way for me to look at the law of attraction is if I think of myself as a magnet, and I know that a magnet will attract to it. End insert. Like attracts like. You are the most powerful magnet in the universe. You contain a magnetic power within you that is more powerful than anything in this world, and this unfathomable Magnetic power is emitted through your thoughts. Insert by Bob Doyle. Basically put, the law of attraction says that like attracts like. But we're really talking at a level of thought. And insert. The law of attraction says like attracts like. So as you think a thought, you are also attracting like thoughts to you. I'm going to stop right there. So, Like Attracts Like. Now, this book is actually a lot older um, already than a lot of people realize. Um, And we've been able to study more at length how the brain emits waves, how the brain, how emotions even get recorded. There's a scale and now we understand why sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, is you have to put yourself within the same vibration of what it is you're trying to attract. Which is why the visualization um, component of it is so important. To vi- Some people can't get it, so but even if you can just get the emotion of it, not necessarily the, like the frame by frame, like a perfect movie in your head, you don't have to get that good at it. All you really need to capture is the emotion of it. Because what happens when we're really grateful for something? We close our eyes and say thank you. All you have to do is capture the moment you feel after you close your eyes and you're immediately grateful and you say thank you. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You get that random check that you weren't expecting and you just hold it in your hand for a second. You look at it and then you close your eyes like, thank you. That feeling of gratitude after you close your eyes. If all that you can muster is that and focus on that feeling in connection with being grateful for what it is that you're asking for, that right there has far greater power to attract what it is that you're wanting into your life. The longer that you can hold that feeling is the faster it will come to you. So I just wanted to do that little quick insert into the secret. Maybe I'm going to go back and make that my mandatory reading material for this week. Get a little refresher course. But I mean Tony Robbins says this after a fashion, Dean Graciosi says this after a fashion, Jim Rohn says this after a fashion, Napoleon Hill said it after a fashion, Bob Proctor. Alright, they all say it with a little twist, 
but they all basically say the same thing. So, I'm actually going to leave that at that tonight. So I hope that was valuable enough for you guys. Again, I am very sorry that it's late. Maybe send a wish and a prayer for things in my life to uh, kind of find an equilibrium. That's one I've been really struggling with this year is trying to find an equilibrium. I don't think I'm the only one. So, you guys take care. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget about our share-out challenge. Winner gets a Dean Grass EOC Better Life Journal or a Russell Brunson's Traffic Secrets. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your night, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.